Welcome into the Pro Football Show. It is Wednesday, May 20th, and got some interesting things on the docket today. We're going to talk a little bit about the updates on the Rooney Rule, and we I'm laughing because some of the information that was purposely floated out was done for a reason. We're going to get into that and kind of tell you where they are in the updates of the Rooney Rule, and and a little bit more about it, we discussed it a little bit yesterday, so we're not going to go over the same thing, but we're going to advance the story a little bit. Also going to talk a little bit about what the medical advisors to the league office, as well as uh, the medical director with the NFLPA, is considering and doing for the players to help protect them. And latest, uh, not a lot of talk, but latest on uh, DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar's situations off the field. Had a little talk with Eric Bieniemy. Um, speaking of head coaching candidates, we talked a little bit about uh, some of their offensive plans and certainly the uses for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We got into that. Talk, uh, visit a little bit with the Jets. Talk a little bit about what Tom Brady's doing with some of his teammates. A little visit with the Eagles. Talk to those guys as well and what their plans might be up front. Um, some news around the league uh, elsewhere. We're going to get into some questions that I had. We started this yesterday, and I don't know how many I'll get to today. Maybe, you know, we'll talk uh, four, five, six. We're going to get to a few. Um, uh, you know, we just kind of, I figure, let's go alphabetically. So we did that. We did uh, four. We we did the uh, what did we do? We did Arizona. We did Atlanta. We did Baltimore and Buffalo. So we'll do like Carolina, Chicago, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Maybe we'll do four C's and. You know, maybe we'll we'll get to the the D's, uh, Dallas, Denver, and Detroit uh, tomorrow. We'll get into that. What are some questions that uh, need to be answered? That uh, going into it. Also, a reminder: what's up on LandryFootball.com? Yeah, we've got an early look at our shortlist um, draft board. We've got position. You've seen our uh, overall, our horizontal checklist. It's not a detailed list, and we figured. You know, throw a bunch of names out there. These are guys that I think have, to, off the film work to this point, that look to be <clears throat> the best fits early on as we head towards 2021. And when I say early, folks, it's going to be decided by how well they play and what happens from here on out the rest of the season. So that's why we call it a short list. I'm going to have more detailed uh, rankings and gradings in list of players with scouting reports on them as we do follow the draft all year long here on LandryFootball.com. So check that out. we got our notebooks each and every day with all the latest news and nuggets. Uh, we're going to have our roster breakdowns. So kind of got into it and got not sidetracked but got busy with other things. We're working on recruiting boards as well as draft boards at the same time. And um, – college roster analysis and NFL roster analysis. We're going to get back on that as well. So a lot of stuff that we've got covered all year round on LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. Uh, We take you behind the curtain and you get a feel of the personnel around the league, the coaching, the scouting, the X's and O's, uh, like uh, unlike any other that you can find on the market. So take advantage of our scouting season offer, less than $5 a month. You can try it out for a month or three months, whatever you like, but a great opportunity to get involved. 
I highly, highly encourage you to get involved with 401k generation. They are licensed in all 50 states. They are the experts in financial planning, um, be it money management, investments, um, reaching your financial goals, making sure that you protect your full portfolio, make sure that you're on track to meet your financial goals. They are the ones you need to reach out to today at one 998 5879 No obligation, phone call, or text. Uh, 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. So regardless of where you're listening to this, they can help you. Again, 1-866-998-5879. Make sure that this podcast is dropping to you um, each and uh, every weekday by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. We're working on something else. We're going to get some other people involved, at least hope so. We'll see if that works out, um, as I will continue to do my thing, but want to reach out and bring some other folks that would be uh, really interesting and in, in, uh, really potentially involved. Um, so we'll keep you up to date on all things on Landry Football's conference call. So we appreciate you joining us. Let's get to it, shall we? So – What's come out of the NFL owners' discussions on related to the Rooney Rule, the league, the NFL teams will no longer be able to block position coaches for interviewing for coordinator openings. That's good. That's good, not just for minorities, but for anyone. Um, Steams can still block an interview they believe is not for a bona fide position, meaning uh, they, they must play a role in the development of a game plan, but it's not required to call the plays during the game. Uh, but it has to be a promotion. They don't want lateral moves. But the same principle will apply in front offices where interviews for assistant general manager spots can no longer be blocked. It's long been a sore subject among assistant coaches and up-and-coming executives, but the impetus is the NFL's desire to increase minority hirings. But by doing this, this increased minority hirings, it's increased hirings in general, uh, upward mobility for folks getting a chance to move on. It should have a positive effect uh, in both. Um, the NFL, as I expected, has tabled the proposal that would have improved the team's draft position for making a minority hire. Look, they floated that idea like they do in politics all the time. Float an idea out and then see where the reaction is and then vote accordingly. Um They've got a lot of work. I went into it yesterday on yesterday's show. I'm not going to go into it again. Go back and listen to the yesterday's show on things you can do to improve it. But improve it at the grassroots level. Get exposed to more candidates by interviewing more people. And then candidates go and interview as often as you can. Even if you don't think you got much of a chance. A, you never know. And B, it may lead to another opportunity down the road with this organization or someone else. So it's opportunity to steps in the right direction. And that's the organic way that you're going to get potentially more hires taking place. Now, as we're getting closer and closer to opening up facilities, um, I'm curious, as anybody is, how do you protect players? There's some things that make sense, but because I'm not a medical guy, some of it I'm not sure about. I'm, I'm curious what's going on right now. The NFLPA medical director, Tom Mayer, 
and the the league's medical doctors are working in unison on a uh, N95 type mask. Um, so when the players, it's a modified face mask, which may include some form of either surgical or N95-like material in it for a player. Um, you know, uh, get getting the helmet off, putting the mask right on afterwards, maintaining social distancing. They're going to be trying to do as many things as possible to keep players safe. Um, they got to do that. They got to protect them for obvious reasons, but then for legal reasons as well. They're going to use a single hydration system, so water, Gatorade. Every player is going to have their own thing. A lot of them have that anyway. They're going to be really cognizant about making sure that you're not drinking somebody else's stuff. And then everybody's going to have their own towel, and um, every little detail is going to be counted on. I think you're going to see, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, that there'll be something that they could do <clears throat> um, with maybe something they can do on the face mask themselves while they're playing that could protect them, uh, as well as when they take it off. I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. That's going to allow them to breeze with what they can do. Um, but it's going to be really important that they figure out, you know, the best ways to go about protecting players in this situation showers are going to have to be addressed um you know you know uh, use of the facilities in the weight room and the training room and all of that's it's going to be quite interesting to maybe keep the distancing needed and the organization's going to be quite the challenge but but necessary in these current times um not going to spend a lot of time on it, but just give you an update. Giants' DeAndre Baker pleaded not guilty for all eight charges related to alleged armed robbery in Miramar last week. Um, you know the charges of armed robbery with a firearm, four counts of aggravated assault. Quentin Dunbar's pled not guilty to his armed robbery charges. So um, he's claiming, his lawyer's claiming he had no involvement. We're going to let that play out. Obviously, none of us know what happened. But that's the <clears throat> the plea deals at this point. I want to get into some football talk. Speaking with the um, Chiefs and Eric Bieniemy, talking a little bit about Clyde Edwards-Alaire and some of the the ways that how I saw him grew up grow up in the college game and at LSU, and some of the things he's got planned. I, you know, I I do think it's a great fit. I still was teasing with him. DeAndre Swift would have been a great pick as well. Um, and, and I think he's in agreement with that, by the way. Uh, but Clyde Edwards, like, I, I don't know that you can – maybe that's as good a fit as you might have. Um, the guy's just going to be such a huge weapon. Um, he's going to work hard. Um, you know, Damian Williams is a good guy in the locker room. He, Clyde Edwards has got just special traits. Just elite receiving skills, great attitude. He'll work hard as a pass protector, even though he doesn't have great size to do it. He's going to be a real factor for him. And, you know, with uh, with a um, running against light boxes, going to be very, very effective. Uh, just, just obviously another toy for them to really work into their offense. So 
uh, I know they're really excited to get to get him physically in a position where they can begin to work on him. Um, the Jets, speaking with them, they're really excited about unleashing Chris Herndon this upcoming season. They had expectations for their tight end entering last year, but the suspension and injuries limited him uh, to just one healthy quarter. They think he can be special. They think he's a breakout candidate guy, so keep an eye out on him, fantasy goers. Um, and, um, you know, I think with a soft tissue injury comes back, uh, I think he's, you know, really guy that could have real explosive capabilities and, and really uh, make things a lot easier for Sam Donald um, uh, as they try to get this offense going in the right direction. You probably heard the news. Um, Tom Brady, no surprise, Tom Brady getting a bunch of guys, Mike Evans and O.J. Howard and Ryan Jensen and Scotty Miller and Cameron Braid and uh, all those guys, you know, um, uh, I think Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin were also Griffin were also there. Um, they've been working at a local high school. That's, that's the Tom Brady effect. They, it's an attitude, you know, we're going to win. We're going to demand it. I'm going to hold everybody accountable. I'm going to be accountable. I'm coming in. I've got to learn. You know, I, that's it's kind of what Tom's going to do. I can envision him picking up the tag for some beers, some pizza, whatever, um, building that camaraderie and trying to uh, establishing that identity of what they want to be. Um, that's what it's all about there. Checking in with Philadelphia. Um, I've mentioned before, but it's worth mentioning again, and I put it in my notes that Andre Dillard's a, a player to watch. Um, they draft him to be a left tackle. They think that he is on the verge of doing that. They think he can be the guy. They don't feel they need to re-sign Jason Peters. I think there's still some interest in doing so, but not out of necessity. It may be a luxury at this point. Uh, Jason Peters is going to be an interesting sign at the right price Maybe for a Wash- Washington makes the most sense. He could start short term, but it's a rebuild. Maybe they go young, obviously, in in, uh, in Washington. The Saints would make some sense too. Be a uh, could start at tackle, but certainly be a swing guy. Um, I don't I don't think he replaces Armstead, but uh, certainly could play either tackle position. And certainly, uh, I think it's an important position for the Saints. I'm curious to see if they can swing a deal there. But Jason Peters to Philly is still a possibility. Over in Miami, Preston Williams coming off the knee remains on schedule for week one. Um, He's going to be lined up uh, opposite Devontae Parker on the outside with Albert Wilson manning the slot. Um, Of course, Williams had the electric season uh, his rookie year as an undrafted free agent until tearing his ACL in November. Um, youth is on his side, but uh, returning and and looks to be in really good shape. So excited about what he could bring for them. Um, speaking of the Eagles, uh, back again, um, uh, Prince Tegawanoga has signed a four-year contract, and we talked about tackles. This is a guy that's really bulked up from 260 to 310 during his time in Auburn. I thought he slipped a little bit longer than he should have. He's got athleticism, toughness. In character, I think he's got a good future um, and uh, really can help and potentially be a contributor as a starter. 
Um, Doug Peterson also says that talking about Jalen Hurts, that the big key for him is to be able to pick up the system, you know, going to rely a lot on Nate Sudfeld uh, to help him come along. Um, he needs to learn, pick up the checks in the systems, and certainly I think they'll have a little bit of a package for him. But I think they're – I would expect them to have some gadget plays in this offense for him. But they see him as a guy that could be a starter. And Certainly you take a guy that high, you have to have a plan for him. You have to have a role. And I think the role needs to be, look, this guy's capable of being a starter. Um, and he certainly be able to contri- needs to contribute in a role to back up Carson Wentz and to be a guy that's a gadget player. It's a high pick to do that. We know that Taysom Hill, the Saints, has done it. But remember, that wasn't a second-round pick to do that with Taysom. This is the second-round pick in Jalen Hurts. So a lot's going to be looked at as to what Jalen Hurts contributes this year um, and what his future is, short-term future and long-term future. And and that's going to be, you know, mapped out against what other options they could have had with that second-round pick. Continuing with a couple of uh, questions that I have, some teams around the league. Well, let's get to let's get to a few teams. Let's get to um, three or four teams. Start with Carolina. Now they by selecting seven defensive players, they match the common draft record. I think it was the eighty-five Browns for most defenders chosen, uh, and, and the Browns did it back then. We had a twelve-round draft. Um, they did not select a linebacker, waited to round four to draft a corner. They lost four uh, uh, year number one corner, James Bradbury, in free agency. Saw none of their corners ranked in the top 85. Uh, although they chose two corners, each coming in day three, they need more help in the secondary. Does it mean they're going to play a lot more zone? Are they going to build up front? I think so. Still think they're going to be looking for some veteran bargains on short-term deals. So let's watch the secondary for Carolina. Um, for the Bears, from the film room, the, the top run-blocking metric, which is adjusted line yards metrics, they had the Bears' offensive line uh, in that area, had them graded out 29th last year. Much of that group's going to return. So the old adage either get better players or you get your players better. In this case, is you're going to have to get your players better because most of that group is going to return, as I mentioned. They did not pick up any offensive linemen until round seven in the draft. While the Bears signed Jermaine Effetti and planned to try him at guard, the former Seahawk right tackle struggled for much of his time in Seattle. So it's a one-year deal, $1 million contract. Bears had other priorities coming into this draft, but – they were not able to do a whole lot in the offensive line. Let's see where this goes uh, with just a seventh-round pick. That's going to set the tone for what this offense could be or not be. Um, offensive line, so Bears is what I've got a question mark on. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, T. Higgins. What does that do for the receiver position? You got A.J. Green on the franchise tag. Tyler Boyd signed a $10.75 million contract. And then you've got Auden Tate, who's a really good story as an undrafted free agent. Um, John Ross could be on the outside looking. He's battled through injuries. Former top 10 pick. Um, 
you know, at this point, he might be the fifth guy. So I think T. Higgins, A.J. Green long-term, probably not going to be there, but certainly right now, um, Boyd and Tate. So you've got some real options there to build around with Joe Burrow. So what I'm looking for is to see what happens with Ross and how this receiving core shakes out, which I think is going to be improved, but how much improved is what I got my eyes on. And then Cleveland, um, after doling out eight-figure-per-year contracts to Christian Kirksey and Jamie Collins, the Browns are now turning their linebacking core over to youngsters. Cut Collins last year, Kirksey in March. They let 2019 tackle leader Joe Schobert walk in free agency. They drafted Jacob Phillips out of LSU in the third round. Uh, doesn't have much competition standing in his way. So they employed no first or second round picks at linebacker, marking a major transformation. So linebacker is what I'm going to be looking for in Cleveland. What are the answers there? Uh, and uh, how is it going to be answered? A lot of changes there, so we're going to check that out. How about we talk um, on uh, on Thursday show? We'll get into uh, we'll, we'll look at some question marks with Dallas and Denver and Detroit. We'll get to the D's, maybe one other in there. We'll we'll get into that. So we'll check that out. Like to work through some teams, and you got any questions? Certainly uh, bring them on over to us here, uh, go to contactchris at LandryFootball.com, and we will address it. I uh, want to remind you also to flip on over to listen to us on the College Football Show each and every weekdays. We break down the world of college football and, at the top, discuss everything from a national perspective and then uh, recap the week that was in a conference each and every day. Also want you to check out the great folks at 401k Generation. The experts in money management, financial planning, uh, they are doing such a great job for their clients. They do it all the time, but particularly right now where there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, they are protecting their clients' assets. And that's what you want a financial planner to do, don't you? Uh, Make sure that you are reaching your financial goals, making sure that you're getting done what you need to get done. Give them a call or give them a text today at 1-866-998-5879. No obligation, call or text 1-866-998-5879. Look, they're licensed in all 50 states. Just check out what they're all about. Learn more about what they do. Go to LandryFootball.com and look on the left side, 401k generation. Uh, Learn about what they do. And... Uh, you can send them a note there if you want to. But check them out today. You won't regret it. In fact, you'll thank me later. Tell them that we sent you, and they'll take good care of you. Again, one 5879 Make sure that you're getting this podcast as well as the college podcast sent right to your phone. Um, Landry Football's conference calls where you want to sign up for. Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. And we're working on some things, folks. Want to add some good folks to the mix that might be um, good features for us here on Landry Football's conference call. So, um, want to make sure that uh, you're aware of that. And we, nothing definite yet, but we're working on it. We'll certainly 
spread the news on to you. Uh, we're looking for good people that uh, certainly um, have a passion, have uh, some experience, some knowledge that want to bring something to the table. We are, uh, we're working on some things, so we'll keep you up to date on that. All part of Landry Football's conference call. So check us out each and every weekday. Flip on over to listen to our college show and uh, make sure that uh, we've got Big Ten football and beyond today and Big 12 football beyond on Thursday, Pac-12 football and beyond on Friday. And, of course, make sure that you listen to uh, the Pro Football Show each and every weekday. Hey, be safe, be safe out there, everybody. Uh, send us your questions, comments, and we'll be sure to get to them here. Appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you next time.